boom, Sherlock, boom. Guys, Merry freaking Christmas. Can you believe it? It's here again. Christmas time is... I cannot hold a tune. Merry Christmas, you guys. It is Christmas Eve. I got a, a very special, fun little podcast today. It is Whiskey for the Lady. They are a local band. And if you listen to them and you do not move your body in some shape or form, there's absolutely something wrong with you. You need to go to a doctor. And they need to check your reflexes and your hearing and your IQ. And who knows else? I mean, you're dead inside. These guys are awesome. They put on one heck of a show. Dude, they came in and rocked it. They came in. They had giant instruments. We all got in the studio here. It sounds good. It's at the end of the episode. Uh, so we have a good, this is a good, this isn't like a Christmas themed episode, but this is a good Christmas gift for you guys to have a couple awesome songs that are s- recorded actually pretty good quality with this equipment here. So thank you guys for downloading and listening to this episode. I appreciate you guys getting this far. Hopefully you are interested in this interview, this hangout with this group. If not, just uh, at least you got this far. You know, fast forward to the end to listen to the songs, I guess. I don't know. But I had a good time, and I think you guys will enjoy this episode. Uh, This was just a fun hangout. You know, we were drinking a little bit. Most of us, not everybody was drinking, but yeah, I'll definitely speak for myself. It was a indulging evening of listening to awesome music and drinking uh, decent beer. And uh, so Merry Christmas, everybody. Will this be, I don't know, I think we'll probably have another episode before the end of the year, right? Yes. Uh, but this is the Christmas time. So Merry Christmas. Enjoy this episode with Whiskey for the Lady. I had a really good time learning about their story and just hanging out with them. Check all of them out. Just Google Whiskey for the Lady. Follow them. Check. Ch- Honestly, go follow them. Follow their YouTube stuff. Listen to their summer music. And then buy one of their albums. I promise you it's worth it. And uh, once you hear their story and you get to know them a little bit, hopefully that will inspire you to uh, support them by buying their uh, stuff. Uh, And if you guys are also in the mood of supporting and throwing that good Christmas energy out there, uh, like, review, and subscribe to all my platforms. If you're on YouTube, please hit that subscribe button. You don't ever even have to watch it. Just give me that subscribe number. And since you guys are the audio people, if you're on iTunes right now and you haven't subscribed, please do that. Also, like, rate and review it because that apparently means something in some kind of algorithm, I'm told. And then all the other platforms, Stitcher, Podbean, Google. Uh, Yeah, guys, this is Christmas season. I'm not asking for much. I'm not asking for money. I'm asking for you to take 30, eh, maybe, let's be realistic. A minute and a half out of your day to give me a subscribe and a rate and review. That's it. Here is a fun episode. Whiskey for the lady. Holla at your boy, you guys. Boom, shalak, boom. Time for Neanderthal. Neanderthal podcast. Podcast is always in my head. Listen to Neanderthal. Up, Zar. In three, 
two, one. We are with Whiskey for the Lady. That's the lady right there. That is the lady right there. Right here? Right there. This is a first uh, for... Can you guys hear me all fine? Yeah. We're good? Okay. This is a first for the podcast. There's one, two, three, four, five guests at once. Czar behind the scenes and then me. That's a lot of people in uh, one studio. Cram packed in here. It's great. Yeah. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you yeah. for having us. Appreciate it. This is... Uh, us yeah. So I hear you guys have an interesting story about just the whole backstory about your band. I, I had an a interview with Phil, band member. And they alluded to a bit of a story about the whole backstory. Is that something you guys are comfortable talking about or no? Oh, yeah. I'm sure we can get into it. It just depends on how far back do we go. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, everybody's got their own individual musical backstories that kind of led us to this place. But, um, I mean, I guess I can, me or Mal can kind of give the sort of early roots of the band and we can pass the mic from there. You guys want to talk about what kind of band you guys are first and then we'll tell tell us how you guys kind of got started and kind of the story. Um, like, I mean, how would you describe your music? Question. What kind We're just kind of an everything band, band with all acoustic instruments. An we, everything band with all acoustic. Uh, yeah. we, we describe it as metal grass. So metal grass. Um, yeah, there's a lot of in quotes. Grass, of grass, <laughs> grass. Like we don't punk we don't, grass. Yeah, I like grass. I like yeah. punk grass. So that's a cool sound. Punk yeah. metal. Kind You've of even gone a little uh, uh, grass hop. Grass hop. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh yeah! Don't ever say pop grass, or we might actually get popped in the process. <laughs> oh, we're talking about pop. doing like our next album is pop. Right? Yeah. 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 Did we talk about that? Maybe that's pop. Those, those are ideas. Like pop yeah. grass, yeah. Yeah, you know, like soda, <laughs> <and> cola. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. How about how about I got a twist for you? How about K-pop? Uh, that would be a little more difficult. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Kansas pop because we're on the Mississippi. <laughs> yeah. <I can't>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Korean. What is that? Korean pop yeah, or I'm J-pop? No? no style. All you do is yell. Just down for one uh, that's all we do anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Metal metal would be a lot of yelling. We're yeah, sort of that. We work that in quite yeah. a bit. A lot of yelling? Mm-hmm. I think the arrangement. Is Who's the singer? Um, I do a lot of the singing, and then we all take turns sort of singing other stuff, too. So. I think yeah, Frank should have a yeah. turn at a little, uh, little metal yelling. Give him one, Frank. Hey. <laughs> it's terrifying. <laughs> Let's say that again, but perform you see, it. You see, you see the audience's hey reaction. <laughs> One is fine the second time. No. How do you f- get into punk grass? Like, how does you figure out? Like, nobody's heard of. Like, I've never heard of that as a genre. Like, how did you come up with this genre of? I mean, it's obviously a, a different style of music, right? It's not something we came up with. It's it's been around kind of underground in this area for a, quite a long time. There's other bands that kind of pioneered it. Yeah. Like 25 years ago. That long ago. Yeah. And it's always been yeah. Just what is just punk? Whoa. It's just the punk, games like, are up crazy. Punk and metal sort of arrangements, but with bluegrass instruments. I was always yeah. told it was a guy with two records, a Bill Monroe and the Sex Pistols. Walking down the stairs, he dropped them. He's like, oh shit, he's got a gig later. He's supposed to be the DJ. He's like, crap. Puts them back together, and you wind up with punk. I mean, punk grass. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, it's like half of the album's punk, half the album's. It just blends back and forth. I got, no, I get yeah, it. Yeah, that's exactly how we did it. Yeah, no, no, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah stories from like Put a whole bunch of CDs in a bag. And then, yeah. yeah. My no, grandpappy told me that one. We all come from different musical backgrounds, and a lot of us are rock, metal, fuck, yeah. punk. You know, I mean, it's 
every side of the spectrum we all come from so you just put all of our unique styles together and you get this even classical do of <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. this gumbo of music you know that's just a little bit of everything of all kinds of flavors and well that's hard that you would get so many different styles to come together for one style how does I, that i don't think it was on therein purpose. lies the beauty <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was on purpose but it was on accident all at the same time yeah, would yeah. you guys put an ad on craigslist and said hey let's put together a punk grass no uh our birth was very natural actually um we sort of started with me and the old bass player of another project that I was in and he was in, you know, just sort of thrown around the ideas of doing some acoustic and some bluegrass style music. And then we had another buddy who happened to have a banjo and brought it to jam one night. And he had a buddy that played guitar and his sister played fiddle. So they brought her to jam one night. Well, it turns out we knew each other from different parts of life and they yeah. were friends. And so sort of this weird <laughs> circle and uh, the guitar player, her brother ended up moving on and doing his thing. We brought in Frank, who's been an old friend of mine since we were kids. We've known each other. He's been in other local metal bands. So we're sort of old family. So we've Sarah gets on. we brought in Ike, who was in another band with the our old bass player. Uh, and so that sort of was a close family. Now, this is our bass player's son, who's taken the place of him. So we're sort of Here's this my nephew in, in all family. Yeah. It's just we've all kind of fell into our perfect spots like tumblers in a lock, you know. Uh, wow. No one really had a choice. We all just kind of fell into our place, and this is what it's become. So. I got a call from Animal uh, years ago when the first album was being recorded. We need you to do a track uh, for a song, just a drum track. I'm like, cool, get out there, do it. Next day, 10 hours later, after doing something, I didn't know what I was doing, just did her, uh, the producer telling me what to do. Three months later, I wind up with an album. And hey, uh, huh. you're in the band now. So wow, yeah, yeah no, we we all had a choice, but we didn't have a choice. It's like a freight train just hit you, and you just kind of have to jumped on. Yeah, you either get ran over or grab hold one of the two. Yeah. Huh? Well, grab on and hold on tight. You guys have how long have you guys been together? We were born uh, Thanksgiving years. of 2011. Our first actual show on the books was New Year's Eve that year, 2011 and 12. So 2012 is our official birth. So we're going seven on 2019, years. so yeah. We'll seven be, years. We'll turn seven on New Year's Eve, yeah. It's a long time. It's a pretty good little stretch. For a band <laughs> of, especially like a, a lot of people, isn't that, it's, it's a long time, right? <laughs> Is it difficult? I mean, they always yeah. say it's, or I, I perceive a band to be a lot like a marriage. It is very much but, like five marriages. But, you know, like a uh, sister wives type thing. I mean, you got... Yeah, like, brother I mean, husbands. Yeah, you got fi- five people brother together. Husbands, five, you know, it's a five marriage, five-way marriage. Yeah. Like, how does... Like, there's got to be so many dynamics that go along. Like, is it... Was it hard at first or is it hard now? Or has everything been... Both. I think it's hard all the time. I mean, it's easy. Yeah. It's always easy when we're on stage or when we're, like, yeah. practicing together. But then sometimes it's just... Because we all communicate differently, and we're all very, very different people. Yeah. Scheduling which things is why our music is so interesting, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also makes it like we're all kind of on different levels of just personalities too, which can be. You guys all got like, fun, and also we butt heads a lot. Nine to five jobs type <laughs> yeah. thing. Most yeah. of you guys, yeah. all you guys, yeah. Yeah. all full time lives outside the band. So, so then that adds a whole nother. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it does. Like how you find time, <laughs> and I'm sure. You guys got families or at least family aspects. Like, how does, man, yeah. It's all parts of the puzzle that, you know, you you learn as you go, really. That's, none of us, 
this project started sort of as a side to all the other things that we were, this was never supposed to blow up or be really anything other than just having some fun and going and doing some random playing some places. Yeah. And it happened to catch on and we really blew up sort of beyond our means kind of quick. So we had to kind of rush to fill, you know, what was expected of us, which we did. And we've grown to that level now, but it's just sort of been that learning experience the whole time of, well, this is what we're in now. Let's figure out how to make it work. You know? So it, how would you blow up? What was like, well, like based you... on all of our older contacts, we've all been in local bands basically from, you know, for a long, long time. So as soon as word got out of that, we were sort of doing this super group of sorts. Of from all of these good bands? Groups, then... yeah. Yeah, I was in a really good band before this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Church orchestra. <laughs> the North Platte High School Martian. <laughs> we did get a lot of awards, actually. Wait a minute, really? <laughs> the last band you were in was a high school band? Yeah. And I didn't, no, play, the I didn't even play fiddle the marching band. I played drums. <laughs> really that's funny so the so, only you know, I, did do, Ike, you know? I did do a short performance at the uh freedom festival in camden point it was a band we put together and we called it the dirty flat river band so we did we did one show wow yeah. nice <laughs> so that was my first did flat river is dirty that's good yeah so then like how did you guys blow up that was just from everybody from all your bands um yeah from we the, we following from all of, them you're following you're following you're following you're we'd following. been sort of all playing shows around and so the people yeah. that had been booking us as individuals sort of got word of what was going on and just started booking this project more than sort of our other respective projects a little bit and oh i see i mean so you just, were oh i got it I this got is it. the one that got the call when people were calling us to play a show it was like hey can you bring whiskey for the lady we're like oh well, it was right at that height of like the bluegrass revival like yeah. the medicine show was really i guess they're still pretty big but like they were just hitting their stride i guess i am not in the bluegrass at world oh. at all well, i i know absolutely nothing were, um, i apologize yeah. 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 yeah yeah mumford and right. sons was like huge right then Abbott yeah. brothers so, and oh the was just starting to get big yeah. yeah so people i think wanted to hear that bluegrass okay i mean i know a little bit um i've gone and seen tommy emmanuel you guys know him he's a guitar master man he knows what's up dude that dude's amazing i've seen him a couple times in concert that guy is something (laughs) he is a fucking wizard yeah legend for sure yeah i've seen him so i mean i've seen a little bit of that as far as like bluegrass type stuff so well, in this area, it's pretty popular, and, like, when I was in high school, wasn't too familiarized with it, but then once Whiskey for the Ladies started forming, and then all those crazies were coming around, and I was just, like, chilling in my bedroom, and my parents are downstairs partying with Phil and all these yeah. guys, and, like, I'm like, whoa, this is insane, so I started hearing all this crazy music, and Phil's actually mostly responsible for my yeah. catalog these days, but... uh yeah, it was really interesting to start hearing it go from like really jammy, like rock stuff to oh, is that a banjo I'm hearing and a, <laughs> and a fiddle? Like whoa! So I was seeing it building, and from my perspective, I yeah. was like starting to get really into this and looking up to them for like whoa, you guys are like pretty epic in my book. And then I see like Mountain Sprout and Split Lip, and then when I got the asked to be in the band after my stepdad was you know in the hospital and then passed away. Uh, it led to me being like, well, hell yeah, I'm going to do this. Yeah. Like, I've been wanting to do this and hearing it, enjoying it, seeing it, being a part of the whole scene, and then picked it up and been rolling with it, man. And yeah, my hands have been hurting ever since. But <laughs> In a good way. Yeah. But your heart's been full of awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. He not only filled those shoes, he's been busting out of them. Oh, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Love yeah. I know a little bit about the punk scene. I know, you know, they're always known for great parties and just 
or you guys have the same mentality? Is there the same like the punk mentality, but just with different instruments? Like how punk are you guys? You guys? I don't know how punk we are. You guys just throw yeah. any TVs, yeah. throw any windows or no. anything? I used to be in a really, really dark band back in the day uh, called Angel Dissection. It was a black metal. Angel band. Dissection. Yeah, not joking. Um, no, I, 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 that sounds. It sounds like a black metal band. Yeah, it was. It was, and um, everything was at least 120 to 160 BPM, going as fast as you can, hitting everything I could as fast as I could. Right. I was fortunately more athletic then. <laughs> um, but that is one of the styles that is part of my individual background. Every single one of us have their own musical story as far as to where we got yeah. what we're doing now. And I think inadvertently, since we've been together for as long as we have, we have learned from each other and created our own sound through the inspiration from each, all, uh, each of our own styles. Um, I know that for a fact. Things have definitely been an, an inspiration. Um, from individual members over time as far as volume control is concerned and that's for a live performance you know I mean, mm -hmm. we're playing acoustic instruments things like that oh yeah you know uh so <laughs> when we it's play, hard to scream it's one of yeah right. you're screaming over a, an acoustic guitar you probably got to figure out or what. play metal in a blue right. band you know there's vibrations all over the stage so it takes patience and understanding and <laughs> patience <laughs> and more understanding <laughs> and maybe some more patience Ooh, I like the idea. We have a lot of energy on stage, but we're not throwing TVs around. No. Exactly. Oh, and I think it's like a that. punk attitude is like something maybe that we looked up towards when we were younger and just like that whole era of music that really like you could be ridiculous anywhere you went and people kind of like looked up to that in a weird way. And now it's like not so much like you see someone acting a fool outside of a show. You're like, whoa, calm down, dude. Like, and I think a lot of that for us is that our style, even though it's aggressive and at times at least, um, there's still kind of that like good hearted type of crowd that kind of right. follows suit with what we got going on. And, you know, a lot of the Grateful Dead fans and, uh, you know, just basically anyone who loves having a good time. So when they want to come out and have a good time, you don't see someone going as punk style maybe but uh we save those antics for the stage a lot of head banging <laughs> nice yeah and i mean we we break stuff maybe not intentionally yeah, but <laughs> yeah, we stumble into each other on stage sometimes right. yeah. he likes to break his base on purpose yeah, yeah. attention really yeah yep. and you said you got some hip-hop in there you guys are starting to incorporate some hip-hop you know there's some there's some horizons on the you know on the band that we may be looking into for the next few you know albums we always are branching out and thinking of the next new thing that we can make our audience look at us like what yeah <laughs> and that's our favorite thing when they everyone's grooving along but then the 10 minutes later they just look at us go did what did you, you i don't know what styles yeah i mean yeah we just we'll throw something at our audience and just yeah. make them scratch their heads and go home with a story to tell you know just you can't believe what this band did. They were playing this crazy fast song, and they started playing a monkey's cover yeah. for like five seconds, and then they were rocking out again. Like you know, just little nuggets of you know whatever we can put to make you know make it a special night for somebody. So. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. <laughs> yeah, you never know what you're gonna get. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's all I know. <laughs> Monkey wise, monkeys wise, they had a TV show. Yeah, yeah they did. It was fantastic. I watched it on Nick at Night. Yeah, Nickelodeon. Yeah. 
All the other associated syndicated broadcasts later. Yeah, I watched it as a kid. I kind of liked it, but I guarantee that shit doesn't hold up anymore. <laughs> There's no way you can put that shit on now and be like, oh, I watched this a few is... episodes like a year or two ago, and I mean, I still liked it. Yeah. I think it's still funny, but it's just. Still it's, made me it's laugh. Very strange, it's dated. Probably. You know? yeah, I don't yeah. think kids would like it now. Like, no. <laughs> I think they would miss 90% yeah. of the humor. Hey, if anyone's trying to see a, you know, a rehashing of a show, go on YouTube and look up Phil's old TV show that he oh, did. Right. There's a lot of. Uh, oh, did you put that up there? Uh, on my, if you go to my uh, Phil Craven YouTube channel, you can find my old TV show, which is a podcast sort of of sorts. It was a uh, just a uh, local access television show where people could call in, and I would have guests and stuff. I mean, oh, I was yeah. technically a live streamer before live streaming was a thing. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. I did about thirty episodes out in Tucson, Arizona, and about five or six of them are posted on my YouTube channel. Thirty episodes. Yeah, two two seasons I held up. I'm about. I'm a little over. This is I don't know what number this will be. Thirty one or thirty two or something like that. Nice. So yeah, I had the same amount of time as you did. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah, if you want to see me at twenty twenty one years old acting a fool, much look like at, I do look now. Looking twelve. Yeah. <laughs> looking twelve for sure. <laughs> You miss those days? Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, my looking TV show was a hell of a good time. Well, looking 12, <laughs> hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> Couldn't grab, grow no beard, but... No, I had a hell of a good time doing my TV show. And that really broke me into that level of sort of coming-of-age media, you know? I mean, I was... I literally went and sat in a studio almost like this with a single camera and no one in there, you know? And I was the one in charge of clicking the phone calls and all that fun stuff. And Listen... Don't, uh, this is more than just a single camera studio, sir. We got three cameras here. <laughs> I know. See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's amazing angles. how far we've come. I mean, you know, sitting in a, a room, yeah, twice the size with right. one giant camera looking at That'd you, you fun. know, and now this, we yeah. can do this at home, you know, and yeah. we could not do this at home. Then. I am doing this, it at home. That's what's beautiful, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, it's a great studio here. Definitely enjoy being here. Appreciate it, man. I, again, appreciate you guys coming. You guys, I'm going to use this reference from my last episode that I loved so much. Appreciate you guys being here. You guys didn't know me from a paint. God damn it. <laughs> a can of paint. You guys didn't know me from a can of paint. Damn. Hey, man. Happy mistakes. Happy mistakes. Oh, I butcher. Write it down. Yeah. <laughs> trees. Yeah, so I think, thank you guys for uh, being here. All right, so crazy. You guys got this whole crazy marriage going of all these different crazy groups. I mean, different styles. But then there's more, right? Like you said, you, I don't know, man. It seems you said something about your dad and he's in the hospital and you were, you just stepped right in. I don't know exactly um, know what that means, but it's, yeah, you it sounds uh, like yeah. there's something more behind Um, that. Well, it was quite the heavy <clears throat> point in my whole family's life. Everybody was kind of experiencing that. And, uh, you know, I just had become a, an adult, you know, so I'm out in the real world facing things. And, yeah. um, I was in, engaged at that point and uh it was a very like crazy high point in my life but then like all these other things started happening and he got into the hospital and he was dealing with you know some liver issues and that was having a big effect so our family was a lot around our music family was heavily there helping out showing support and um then like you know he gets in the hospital the band still had shows you know books leading up to that through that and uh so just when he was in the hospital you know we still kind of didn't really know what was going on so i was like all right you know like what's going to happen is what everyone's kind of thinking like just hoping the best for him well they're like hey you know you know you kind of like grew up playing bass 
my stepdad, obviously, a bass player. And yeah. uh, so I had been playing in a few bands, but, like, wasn't playing at that point. So they hit me up. Yeah, I was playing electric <laughs> yeah. bass and drums mostly at that point. So it was pretty cool. And then they hit me up. And instantly it was like we were playing these, like, we played a, was a museum of, like, yeah, out in Kansas City, huge museum. We're, like, on the porch, and, like, we're the tiniest little thing up there. It's, like, this magnificent yeah. building. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. And then they're like, all right, we're hitting the road, going out to uh, Oklahoma. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> like, I've always dreamed of hitting the road and playing music. So yeah. How old, how old were you at the time? 21, 20, okay. 21. Oh so I could just start age. actually yeah. getting into these clubs. And But wait, you said you were thing. engaged? Yeah, to my now wife, Katie. And... Uh, yeah, so and that was a big part of things. Cause... I'm the only one here that's going, man, you missed out. <laughs> I'll be the asshole and say, you know, you're 21, and then all of a sudden you're going to all these clubs, and then you're the one that's performing music. Surely you would have had some just oh, well, opportunity. Uh... I don't, I'm, look, I'm not saying anything about your wife or anything. I'm just saying I'm here thinking I, w- I would have loved to have been 21 in that position and single. That's all I'm saying. Oh, and I was but loving every moment of it as far as what was going on, regardless of that. And, you know, yeah. uh, my wife was there. Like, she's only missed, like, two or three shows out of our entire yeah. time of me being oh, in the wow. band. She's and your biggest fan. She's been, yeah. She she actually knew my parents before I even knew her and uh, yeah, met her at the CD release show of, our, of the first album before I was in the band. And, nice. Uh, so she already was hip to the music, you know, had the right. album in her car and like we went and saw Split Lip Rayfield on our first date. So it's like I was like, yeah, she's cool. So like yeah, nice. uh, so that aspect totally rad. And I had, you know, a good partner with me on the road and stuff. And it's been really cool. But uh, yeah, like after being at that point in the band, I still didn't know if I was like in the band or like, is my stepdad going to get better? What's going to oh, happen sure. here? And uh, then one day we just got an unfortunate call. Uh, so that it was getting kind of worse in that progress. And so we're like, well, <laughs> you just got to kind of accept it is what it is, you know? Sure. So um, my wife and I actually had some tickets to go see Umphreys McGee out of Red Rocks, and we ended up getting married at that show. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, wow. It was very epic. And so the next day I get the call that he had passed away the day after I got married, you know? So it was just like, yeah. up, 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 up. Boom. And from there, I was like, all right, I'm now the bass player whiskey for the lady. This yeah. is uh, what's happening. And man, it was it was a lot of hard, like, oh, I'm going to basically learn how to play these songs and learn how to play this instrument in front of everybody. And right. luckily, it's been great support. You know, some yeah. nights harder than others for anybody, you know, but uh, that's just kind of like what I went through. And I'm very thankful for how those guys kind of like supported me through that. And right. uh Oh, cool. Give me a good outlet, you know. It's it's been great. How old are you now? I'm now 24, going 24. on 25. I met you when you were what? <laughs> I was like 10 or 10 or 11. Yeah, and Ike was playing wow. in the Angel Dissection, and <laughs> like my stepdad's like, oh, I met the coolest guy. He, uh, he's playing in this band in this storage unit is where they practice at and i'm like everybody does that right that was like is that yeah. still a thing do people still do that there's there still a thing 10, yeah. years ago. <laughs> i remember and, uh, seeing that all the time there's going. a couple of them down on the can a metal storage yeah. unit on concrete with the sun on our side the whole time i w- we would rehearse for about two hours and again it's the 
you know, super fast right. stuff, and I'm running on a bass drum pedal. Just I realize now after calculating it, I did run marathons and I ran them in the desert. I just didn't realize that I put myself in that position at that time. <laughs> right. So for two years, and then I meet yeah. his dad, and I'm, dead, and I'm like, um, okay. This guy's got some hella funk. It was a happenstance uh, meeting years and years ago. Uh, inadvertently, that meeting led to me meeting him <laughs> 10, almost 11 years ago. Um, so, like, yeah. this this band technically goes in some thread way the hell back. <laughs> Not that it was ever intended or planned. Sure. It was literally just that you can trace a line all the way back to when six degrees hurricane, of, uh, hurricane katrina destroyed uh their, their their lives and sent them something north it's an interesting uh hurricane <laughs> katrina? secondary yeah, yeah. That's their backstory yeah, yeah it's yeah. a deep backstory you don't sound that. you don't sound like you're from nolens hey, uh, no man we got we got a little bit of that southern groove and crunch Midwest, and guys, okay. things you hear but uh yeah, man, it's just kind of like an attitude of music, really. Like yeah. that whole southern idea of just like let the good times roll, man. Just like just do Les it. Bon you know? roulé. Yeah. yeah, like you just gotta yeah. live that, especially through music, and hope everyone has a good time. You know, the idea is to make people dance. <laughs> yeah. The idea is to make people dance, yeah. make yeah. people forget their day for yeah. long enough. Yeah, like yeah. I was saying, just give them enough of an experience yeah. in a show to escape yeah. their lives for that hour or two hours or whatever they're at the show. You know, even if it's a sad song, maybe they need to. Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. Maybe they need to get it off their chest and then have a happy song. Yeah. So whatever you do at the show, that's the idea. You know, we we're meant to really try to influence other individuals through the music and the sounds that we create. I mean, that's that's what every musician tries to do. I mean, whether or not you're successful, you're lucky if you are. Um, fortunately, I think we're lucky <laughs> at the present, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got really dedicated people who love us and have helped us so far, uh, so far. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's a never-ending story. Um, I'm, I'm going to be punny as hell right now. Uh, but when you take into consideration that I, that none of us really knew any of us when the beginning began and halfway through and during the middle, but we did know, but we didn't know. And it took all of the journey of all the shows, the heartache, the pain, the new songs, the getting it out, the crying, the losing, the loss, the love, the life, all the other fun stuff that's happened in between to <laughs> actually realize what's going on. It's not really us in my opinion it's us it's all of us you know it's yeah. just is there a force in nature here that brought you guys all together Were, oh, you guys believe something. in any kind of like oh dude there's something something there's that, something. that there's some greater hand that was just nudging stuff like i yeah. said we all i personally feel like we're just tumblers in a lock that fell right into our place i mean i just lock was already there yeah yeah we were just i mean almost like his story you know he just well, yeah, I'm a member now, of course. Like, There's no uh, question. Right. You know, just, yes, you are. You know? like, it's like I get called you know? by by animal. Yeah, hey, hey we got a show. You're in the band now. You producer know? says, go home, come back. Three months later, hey, you're in the band. What? <laughs> Two weeks, you got, like, the CD release show, huh? Where he met his <laughs> Well, who put it wife? all together? Like, who put everybody together? Like, who I mean, who this project this? sort of happens. Yeah. originally started with me and animal. But, like, how? Like, the, they just... Like two people start working together, yeah, and then someone of, says yeah. someone else. It was sort of me and Animal because we were house. in the band, yeah. and he wanted to do start doing some bluegrass and That's some right. acoustic okay. stuff. And so me and him just sort of started talking, and then brought in. That's crazy. Brought in, we brought in. Just and, like we're 
jamming, you know? Yeah, and it just, yeah, it just started as, yeah. let's just jam and have fun. And, and then at was... one point, well, actually, yeah, we had that New Year's Eve show, but it wasn't even supposed to be, like, a show. I mean, it was a show, but it wasn't like, this yeah. is the one thing we're going to play together. It wasn't as big as, like, the Platt yeah. City Band or whatever. No, it wasn't as good as North Platt High School <laughs> marching band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a definitely different type of practice, I felt like, was going on there. Um, yeah. but so we, we prepared for that one show, and then yeah. we just got another show, and then another show after that, so then we're like, okay, I guess calling. we have a band now. Yeah, and those, <laughs> those times were definitely interesting because it's like even in those moments it's like i would find myself in the crowd like filming these things happen or you know like or in the video yeah like in the video getting on stage taking off my pants like all these <laughs> things that kind of seemed like it was initiation right i mean they taking were like happy events but even uh, these like smaller things next thing you know we're like uh all in the same stage you know doing the crazy <laughs> things hitting podcasts uh it's really cool, but yeah, like whenever I walked in and heard Ike blast beating away in a storage unit, I was like, nice. what is happening? And then I start hearing just the chuggiest <clears throat> guitars, and you know, it's funny, whenever like Frank was introduced into the band, I saw him and I was like, dude, I bet this guy just lays down some heavy metal, <laughs> and he sure was for a while, so it's cool, like, we've kind of all taken our sounds and transcribe them basically like every time i pick up my bass before i get into that you know one four five method or like any type of bluegrass thing um i find myself doing something jazzy or funky because that's kind of where i started off at i i liked the old school funk style yeah. style you know and that's where the grass hop idea came in and uh that ties back to like a lot of our family and friends that we give a big ups to for kind of like pushing this thing there's some people who literally like would be pissed if we didn't do this you know we're like fair enough i guess we will uh keep doing it as long as we can you know <laughs> still have people that come to our shows that have known myself him him when he was a young man you know uh that have been watching us for the whole entire time uh last weekend in lawrence a regular that i've known for years uh, I've seen him at every time I'm in Lawrence this person is there for whatever musical project it's ever been now this person goes to a lot of to you to there. you specifically no, I no, not directly no I'm just saying that this person is, is has been in the in the environment that I've been I gotcha. in no matter what the musical project has <clears throat> been but I know this person and he knows me knows him knows animal knows cosmic one true the origin of some of the other contacts here and stuff and so he has been coming to shows i have seen him every single time we're in lawrence yeah it's and, and he's it's, like a paid a paid person absolutely. like he just i'm gonna pay no, like you know what no. i mean he's like doesn't work there yeah, he's, no, just, he's a beautiful human being that just loves the music that comes out of the people that we are and i yeah. and we've I've had conversations with him and it's like i it, i'm like i wonder if he'll be here and every time he's there <laughs> just a big fan yeah, just that fan. musical support like yeah. like i said that carries over from all of our previous projects mm -hmm. you know gotta have super fans yeah. you do there's a what keeps us, keeps us going. somebody i was Spread the word. looking at different stuff like that to help grow the podcast and stuff like that and they were saying what you need is i want to say a thousand fans like a thousand super fans where no matter what they will show up yes, and pay yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. So that's really all you need. Yes. Yeah. Thousand Easiest super thing fans. in the world. If you know where there's a thousand of those laying around. <laughs> Look, <laughs> nice. Yeah. So. Right. 940. Trust me, I'm <laughs> looking as hard for these fans as you guys are. Yeah. Well, and that's the beauty of things like this, man. You 
fans that are of us will come and check you. Fans that are of you will come and check us. You know, I hope so. It's the beauty of those networks. We hope. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't gain any t- any fans till we really till they come see us play or we play a song right. for them. That's people. It, you know, some people doubt till we till they come witness the. It's know. all original all stuff. Right. You guys do all original, or I well, play. I mean, you said the monkeys, but like well, you, we you splash something or, every we now. We tuck in a few covers, but our covers are always. Well, not always, but we try and do covers that are unexpected. Yeah, you know, we'll cover Tool and Nine Inch Nails, Nirvana, Pantera, as a bluegrass band. A new one, you know. That we're doing so that's now? always fun. Um, yeah, frog yeah. Cover some local legends. In the early days, mm-hmm. you kind of got to do a lot more covers to be able yeah. to play the gigs that pay some money. Yeah, I understand. Those to... gigs Phil and I were getting six. Seven years ago, those was that was all covers. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. When yeah. you're a brand new band, we'd you got one gout. song. We catch the gout. Yeah, one catch the gout. Beautiful things was early. Yeah, I I love music, and but I would call myself kind of like, you guys would probably say I'm kind of an ignorant fan. Like if I were to go to see music, to like a group I didn't know, I would probably want a cover. Yeah, done sure. here or there too. I can yeah. understand Which that. Which we put at I, least but I would one understand almost probably, in every show. Just yeah, about. I would like yeah, that. I think yeah, covers are cool because it connects you. Like if you're not into that music you, but you know the cover you get kind of more yeah what that music then, sounds like so then we do it in our style too so. well yeah, that's yeah. what's the great right. that's what's great about covers yeah is taking a cool great song but then twisting it in your guys's own style i that's what i love covers nice we might have to give you one yeah <laughs> tonight yeah we can give you a couple songs an original and cover maybe yeah you might it's be cool looks like um you know, you go to a show sometimes where you, you hear this band and you're like, oh, this is cool. But then, like, they bust out something that you're so in love with. That could, like, change your whole perspective of that band. And, like, to me, there's a band called Umphreys McGee. And they, like, for a while was, like, kind of known for mashing up cover songs and things like that. So we've even tried to dabble into that experience, not only within, like, cover realm, but also our own songs and uh a lot of bands do that really but it's kind of like a, a thing that everyone kind of does now that's the mashup idea is just give them a little bit of everything all at once and yeah. hopefully just push, blow it all out of the water you know and uh that's a it's a good method that kind of works out for us do each one of you guys have a favorite cover that you guys like to perform oh, man no, like a, just a cover, like you guys, like a you know, like doing a, a random. That we do. I really like playing Mad World. That's one of my favorites. Yeah, like oh, that's a good one. Too. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say that's, that's like my favorite. That's one of our newer or later. That's all your guys' favorite. Well, almost. I mean, it's a <laughs> it's a fairly newer one. Yeah. So yeah, we've been playing that one just for a while. But I love our renditions of the the Tool songs we're kind of <clears> working yeah, on yeah. there, and those kind of got Can't go hung out to dry for a moment. Uh, we we're supposed to play this crazy tool after party and the whole thing kind of flopped and yeah. like, no, but we had this arrangement of a few tool songs that uh, are just super rad. And like most people who heard that, like, and there's a couple other bands who've hit upon it and it's just super cool to hear something so rhythmic and percussive become that in a more of a string kind of world, you know? Yeah. So I think I'm going to go with tool. Tool covers are my favorite. Nice. <laughs> well, and that's part of the origin story of the band. I forgot to mention is like when we, me and Animal are doing doing some acoustic things, working maybe to work. We got Ricky in there, and it was sort of his idea. Man, let's do some different covers. And we're talking about Tool. It's such a great, you know. And so we were going to actually only do Tool covers. We were going to be a Tool, tool grass. grass cover band. Oh, that's funny. Called Wrenchweed. 
<laughs> you know, and we learned half of the, we were going to learn every album song by song. And we started with Opiate and we learned half of Opiate. Yeah. You know, and eventually ended up learning almost the rest of it. Uh, but yeah, obviously that didn't take off, but we still peppered those tool covers in throughout. And we still play one to this day. Out of all that list, we still play yeah. one called Sweat. Sometimes another one. Sometimes, every once in a while, we yeah. sneak in some. Thir- second or third one. There's two, <laughs> two or three yeah. that we do sometimes. It's been a minute since we've visited some of them. Hey, we're just we're going to bust it out when they finally bust out something new. And right. Once they bust out something yeah. new, we'll put out we'll a new Toolgrass like album when they yeah. put out. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to cover their whole new album. Well, he puts out stuff, yeah. right? Maynard puts out new <laughs> yeah. stuff all yeah. the time. Yeah, his projects. Yeah. You guys ever have his wine? Yes. Mm. He laid down three fourths of, of vocals on a song the other day. <laughs> so. oh. Hey, man. Maynard, if you're listening. I wish. We love you. Whiskey for the ladies coming at you yeah. with some love. Watch out for our tool grass covers. Yeah. <laughs> Watch out for them. Right. Goodbye, Pussifer. Yeah. Pussifer. What's his name? What's his Pussifer. Band? Pussifer. Pussifer. Yeah. 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 Great music. You guys yeah, totally good. inspired yeah. us. But, uh, cool live show. We cover one of their covers. Yeah, actually, <laughs> we do, yeah. We do a double a cover. A double cover. cover. Yeah. yeah. Well, how does that work? Why isn't it just the band a... band covers a song. Well, because they took the... Band. It was an old punk song that they took and made country, and then we took their sort of country version and made it half country, half punk again. Wait, which song is this? Uh, World Up My Ass. Yeah. Oh, my ass, yeah. okay, yeah. <laughs> so it's a... Pussifer redid it slow, and then we sort of mixed, remixed it again, so we're covering their cover of an old song. So before you guys have uh, a show, you guys have everything scripted out, every single song. We're going from this to this to this to this. We try. Word by word. By, oh, wait. No, no. Yes. We, nah. we pretend. I am usually writing a, yeah. a set list in the van on the way to the show or at the show. Which is like 75%. And we'll mostly follow it. Yeah. 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 So how does that work? We have other set lists, and we look at them. But, I mean, like, when you're playing, like, how do you know what's Uh, next? Just read the audience, too, you know. We've played together long enough. We kind of, we, there's several songs that we can kind of pair together and kind of go right into other songs. But what, but, and you guys know every single, because you just said, wait, which, which song is that? But if it came up, if you heard the noise of. No, no, we write them down. Oh yeah. Well, no, but okay. if, if somebody well, started triggering a song by one or two notes, everyone goes, "Oh, that's what we're you going to." Yeah. But you guys like don't forget any song that you. Well, that's not role. really. That's the point. Of we try not, not to. Yeah. yeah. yeah Most of the time, we, don't we can't give away things. all our secrets yeah. about how we don't know half. Yeah. I'm not asking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know. Yeah. We're probably at a we probably what fifty sixty songs that are on our list that we could bust out and no no problem uh, yeah. right now. Whoa, yeah, probably. Yeah. fifty or sixty. You yeah. guys yeah. all know fifty or sixty songs and like uh, almost together. half yeah. of those being yeah. our yeah together like yeah. where you can actually make music together. Oh yeah, yeah, for yeah. An hour that's insane. Do you guys sure, ever think about how crazy and insanely <laughs> insane that is? We try not to. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. Like, have you ever? Do you ever just sit back no, and think? It's, it's pretty crazy. It There's is not. We probably lo- we probably forgot another ten or fifteen. Exactly, other than yeah. that too. but at least that, that five people can play just as soon as they hear a couple notes, they're on the same exact song of a huge library. Yeah. Doing it with five or six songs. We hope there's enough muscle memory there that you remember it as you're trying yeah. to remember. But that's it. more than <laughs> as you're playing it. That's more yeah. than just muscle memory, though, right? That's, yeah. It's a unique skill, and in some cases it takes years of development, and in other cases it's a natural thing. Uh, you can't really predict it. I've been playing since I was eight. Other individuals here have been playing since they were like young people as well. So when you're out on the stage in front of people that long of a period of time, plus mm-hmm. being around skilled musicians greater than yourself, you you learn some of their failures and some of the right. 
tricks and along the way. And when you're, uh, you know, in front of a, of a group of individuals who've already paid you some good, you know, yeah. maybe, unless there's like no cover charge. Mm-hmm. Um, but, if they, but if they've paid to come and see it, you know, your goal is always going to be Give that. them their money's worth. Exactly. You know, it's, it's yeah. about their happiness. I mean, even right. though you may have had a crappy day when you're on stage, everything changes. It really does. It's like, I don't Oh, know. for sure. I get that. Yeah. I don't, it's like trying to remember all the songs. It's like, I'm trying to remember to keep smiling. Because it's, it's like, again, the other guys are over there, you know, paid to come see my happy ass, pretend to be something special. Yeah. You know, and it's like. You got to be on. On, yeah. So it's. I know. Well, yeah. it's whether it's two kids or 2,000, you know, we, as many bands say, and we are the same, we try to give that exact same intense, you know, show or energy that Small you would expect, room, you know. Big group. Yeah. Same exact thing. Yeah. Playing my kit, somebody else's kit. Playing with a missing string, no string. It doesn't matter. Somebody else's bass. We've done many shows where the bass has gone out for whatever reason. Just mechanical issues with having an acoustic <laughs> instrument, you know. Yeah. And we've done shows with a completely different instrument. Yeah, and from his perspective, it's just like everything's muscle memory. And you grab a hold of somebody else's instrument, that's a completely different thing. It's like going from somebody's you know, Fiat to somebody's yeah, Ferrari. And you're like, whoa, you know, or vice versa. You've got a your muscle memory is not theirs, right? You know, so being able to pull that off, and we've had many shows that have just kind of been fat, where his guitar strings have busted and borrowed somebody's guitar. You know, I mean, we've all literally borrowed other instru- instrumentalists. <laughs> you don't just, or you forget right? your instrument altogether, and oh. you have to go buy one. You from don't the just bring extra strings the show. Oh yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah but when, you do, when you're breaking strings every other yeah. song, you damn, know, you it gotta kind of move on. Is that when you're doing? Humidity are not friends. Yeah. When we play like Why? the outdoor the... festivals and stuff in the it middle of the summer yeah. and it's 98 degrees at night and you're just hammering hard, humidity, the, the string, strings just start flying off. The string gremlin only comes out during those years. I am, okay. I am pretty heavy handed. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a light player. <laughs> yeah. an understatement. Yeah. I, yeah. What was your music? What was your background <laughs> music before <laughs> this group? Dubai. What kind of music did you do before this? Uh, group? The last band that I was in before this was a metal group. Yeah. Yeah. And then I played. Um, like a sublimey um, type band. Yeah. So that I played bass in that. That was a lot of fun. A what? Sublimey? Like a sublime type band. Ooh, I, I love me some that. sublime. Yeah. yeah. Who doesn't? It was kind of like a oh, like yeah, a punk true. sublime type thing. You know? Sublime was punk, right? They they Ish. are punk ska. Yeah, it's kind of like right, that. Yeah. yeah. Hybrid of the same. Yeah. And, they were like I a '90s punk. A and bunch of projects before that that never really made it stage. You know. You guys do a uh, sublime cover. No, we haven't. We haven't yet. Whoa. We, we semi talked about it one time. What would you do? I get the entire band not stoned first. <laughs> no, no, not Santa Not Rio. what I got. I do love no, that. No, no, I do love both those songs. That's, that's, that's not, yeah. that's kind of what he was saying earlier. Like, no, no. we chose oh. like, songs that are kind of off, like, not necessarily a B side, particularly, but not one of the not four the or five singles. I thought and they're not all A sides. No. <laughs> we, cho- we very rarely choose the hit. They're all hits. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. They're all hits. I mean, every <laughs> once in a while that happens. <laughs> if you're a fan. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you kind of hope for, though. Like, as going back to our, like, set list ideas, like, when you throw in a cover, mm-hmm. you want to throw in something that, you know, is out there enough that, like, we can enjoy it and, like, make it something within ourselves, but someone else will really hook onto that. And then, you know, if his string were to break during a song and like okay yes you gotta change that string what are we gonna switch up this song to this song maybe they, they and keep playing we you don't, you don't have five Scott, can i break can i stop you guys for one second yeah 
I was uh, in my head singing a sublime song this entire time. I didn't hear a word you just said. <laughs> Fair enough, dude. I got the song for you guys. <laughs> yeah, we actually uh, recently I got the sublime in, cover to do for you. Yeah, we played out in Arkansas, and a band called Dime Trip, I believe, threw out a sublime cover, uh, from what I understand. Or maybe just one of those other Arkansas super cool groups. But, um, yeah, man, it's like you hear those things every now and again, and you're just like, whoa man kind of throws you back to a certain memory maybe that you enjoy so we'd maybe place us some blind fuck yeah you don't like sublime phil no i love sublime he's, he's fine I'm, it's okay <laughs> i won't look i won't think any differently of you no, if you I say like you don't like sublime I, I, i'm old school i probably like it for how oh, y'all yeah. <laughs> yes. He's that guy. Yeah, yeah right. I know he is. <laughs> Once Man Terror became cool, I hate Yeah, actually, I stopped liking them after everyone else started liking them. Exactly. Right. We, we, yes. we, that is the struggle we have in this band is Phil and Frank never want to do anything that is popular. That's true. And Zach and I usually kind of do like popular stuff. <laughs> and Ike's somewhere in between. <laughs> I'm indifferent. I'm, I'm always like, okay. Good music good music. Oh, yeah. we have. If uh, it's yeah. popular... <laughs> Whatever, if it's good and popular, <laughs> you can't help it. Good it's and good. popular are two different things. But yeah. Right. See? Mm. No, that's for they sure. Are, There's a lot of popular trash out there. We always differ on what is good and popular at the same time. Yeah, because like certain things that maybe uh, yeah. Mallory would be more <laughs> familiar with, like to us, like usually me, Frank, Phil, like all are familiar with a certain type of sound that Mal's like, wait, what? <laughs> what is yeah, this? Yeah, the, uh, like, likewise, yeah. But you know, Mallory, like, I don't even know who that There's is. so much music out there. Yeah. 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 Well, I was really excited when Zach came in, just because now well, he he's the youngest person, generation. and now we like, yeah. can connect on like yeah. Yeah. our generation's music. A little certain bit. songs. Well, how old then, are you? Like, I'm 28. 24 and 28. Yeah. So, so like, the age range really helps. Sound, 36 you know? tomorrow? Hey, happy birthday tomorrow. <laughs> Phil? Happy birthday to you for 38. The oldest member 38? of the band at 39 and a half. 39 and a half. <laughs> Ike's 38. He's a year younger than me, yeah. 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 So we go all the way from 24 to almost 40. So, so I would talk about stuff with these guys forever, and they'd be like, what? No. And they'd just, like, stop listening to me. Maybe We're like, that's some little kid something. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> something cool that I thought was cool, and then now Zach and I can agree on some of that Justin stuff, Bieber. So. Yeah, Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber's a talented dude. Yeah. Like, he's actually he like, dance. the dude, yeah. no, he can play the drums. Yeah. Dude can play the shit out of the drums. <laughs> and he can sing. <sighs> he can sing. That guy is the songbird of his generation. He can. You watch. But he can sing. I won't allow it in my vicinity. I'm not going to say, like, Justin Bieber is not my generation, though, or Zach's generation. Maybe yeah. closer to yours. Like, partially <laughs> into mine, but enough to where I was old enough to where I was like, man, I'm not, no, no. And Did still to this day, I can respect Bieber. talents for what they are. Right, we're talking Bieber. Yeah. But, my I mean, generation is I Timberlake. Know. I guess if my mishaps were in the What's limelight, wrong with Bieber? people wouldn't like me either. He's talented. He's a very good singer. <laughs> and he's a very good drummer. That's what they say about Trump. And he's second cutest <laughs> to yeah, Ike. He's a good singer and he's a good drummer. <laughs> I'm not saying I like the dude. I'm just saying the dude's got some talent and I recognize it. Well, that's True. how he got famous. Because he was right. an eleven-year-old kid who YouTube could dance guy. and sing really well. Yeah, the YouTube he, guy. Yeah. He had talent. Yeah. He was yeah. third in line for bass, but you know, in there. Like, Zach, he still kind of got the hair. You, yeah. I mean, you, you can get some tattoos. Work. It'll work out. It'll work out. You, you want another beer? Have all that I, money. I can get whatever's in there. I don't, I don't know what's left. I'll take what is closest to you. I'll take. I'll take something as well. 
This is how I run my podcast. I have my guests get me my beer. What I I bought it. I'll drink. I'll I'll drink what I buy. Switching it up. I won't like it, but I'll drink it. I like the five point nine percent ABV. I guess. This message is brought to you by Miller High Life. Have yourself one. Holy shit! You want to do my intro for my song or for my? podcast <laughs> absolutely <laughs> you tell me when i'll be glad to do it right now <laughs> but i'll talk like a normal person <laughs> no it's not what you hired you for oh yeah. no, quick whack him on the head and he'll be stuck that way at least right. to the end of this Dude, I, am not, I am not batty coda from like fern gully man Anybody fern ever? gully yeah fern gully. fern gully was even better the second time when it was called avatar <laughs> yeah, oh, that's yeah. totally true. I noticed. <laughs> and now they're making four more Avatar movies. Just yeah. so you know. Do you know <laughs> that there is a legit thing called Avatar depression? Mm-hmm. So after people when Avatar, because that was like the first big 3D, colorful, biggest movie of all time, immersive movie. Like it was, it was pushed hard in IMAX and the whole 3D thing. <clears throat> people were going into this world, quote unquote, the movie world of Avatar, and coming out and they were depressed. The that the world that the real <laughs> world wasn't as bright and as beautiful and as like cool this is why they should have psychedelics world. for sale at the corner market it's <laughs> <laughs> like have you no imagination like what's inside my brain is way cooler than what i have to deal with a lot of the times but they got a new like, <laughs> mushrooms they're not just for pizza <laughs> <laughs> but you can put them on pizza and it's way easier to eat that way it's yeah. true i sure. heard you can live in the i never I never consumed. It, I always regurgitated. I can neither confirm nor deny any of my knowledge of any food. I've They're eaten, always uh, boring, guys. I've eaten psilocybin mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Fun. Love them. I think they taste delicious. They have a unique flavor. I like them. I understand how you wouldn't, but I do like them. Yeah. I don't like the like compost part that you give. You don't the like grid. them, Zar? Tastes like shit. <laughs> it's because I grow it. Growers. Yeah, it's, 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 it's called manure. Yeah. Fancy word in the country. Yeah. I mean, it's been an extremely long time since I do it. The statute of limitations has surely surpassed. You'd hope so. Maybe. No, I know. So that's why I'm talking about oh, it. All right, cool. <laughs> well, we'll find me too, out yeah. later. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I, and that's kind of uh, another Go scene Oregon. of things that is kind of tied into our music is a lot of people who like, like our yes, music actually. is psychedelic type of music what a tie-dye whether tie-dye or not shirts that your shows Dude, yeah, yeah. yeah we, like we are in some way we're all independently hippie-ish but yeah. a certain percentage of this in this group has been as close to that edge as you're ever gonna want to get and the it's hippie edge oh yeah, yeah dude yeah the the, the exploring the, you guys the don't look around. as hippie of Funny, huh? Should have seen you got, me. I mean, yeah, a few months ago, yeah. man. Uh, really? I had a few dreadlocks. And, uh, really? Yeah, and then... Well, thank yeah. you guys for showering before coming over here. Uh, hey, <laughs> that's just that deodorant was. layered on top of <laughs> not Nat- showering. Natural deodorant, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. be, uh, I think I shower the most. Don't be fooled. You're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> you it's a fair assumption. How often is most? Every other day? Every other day is perfect. Every day that nope. dries out your skin. You know? I, mean, yeah. I don't know. Oh, then I shower the most because I definitely every day. Every day is bad. I come home from work really Phil needs Oh, yeah, but I don't, I don't do like a laboring job. Right, and I'm coming home dusty sweaty. and dirty and my beard's yeah. like stuck to this side. <laughs> <laughs> to your standards, I would have to take a shower every 10 minutes at work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So you're doing. It's totally, uh, 
gets all nice and nasty working huh. on them cars. But, you know. <laughs> Shit. All right, so I don't shower the most, but I probably am the cleanest. Well, of course. <laughs> there you go. We'll go Just with that statement. Call. And with probably <laughs> most likely past record, criminal record, college record. <laughs> <laughs> Any record. I have all the records. And they're, all, they're all clean. But not a criminal record. Yeah. <laughs> I've never had a criminal record. There is this My web, criminal reference like website, platinum. though. I can't think of what it's called. It's like me.com or whatever. Me.com? You type your name into Google, and you can like find it, and like any information you've ever put on the internet is on this website, and it says I have a criminal record on that website. Uh-oh. Someone with your same name, I'm sure. No, no, it's me. It's happens. like all my information, and then I have it's to pay totally them. Then you have to so pay them to see what it is. Oh, it says website? Yeah, I have to pay them to see what's on my criminal it's, record. That's <laughs> hilarious. Like, just took your IP address or something. It was like, yep, Mallory Edson. Bad girl. Okay, there you go. No, it's like an arrest record. It's listed in there. <clears throat> so people are like, oh my God, what did I do that I don't remember? It better pay $30. <laughs> <laughs> Find out yeah, what it is. It's one of those, you have to pay them to get all your information. I might be in trouble. So that's why you don't get blackout drunk anymore. I scan <laughs> You just don't remember. What I don't remember. Don't I remember. might get arrested yeah. and I might not know about it. It was probably like a backflip out of a chair that led to a TV going out of a window on the first time we were trying to be actually punk. <laughs> <laughs> and I... First time we tried to be punk, led to a lawsuit. We're not punk anymore. (laughs) (laughs) But if someone could go to me.com and pay off Mallory's dues, (laughs) we'll appreciate that. Let's find a GoFundMe. GoFundMe for Mallory. They won't let us play the Midland because of her criminal record. (laughs) In parentheses, potential or payment for the future exploits of. (laughs) What's the biggest place you guys have ever played? For how many people? Probably down a couple thousand at a festival somewhere. Mm-hmm. I feel cool. like at least. Yeah, like the, the loudest open air that we weren't directly in control of, but the amount of people that would have been around would have been possibly Wakarusa. There's just so many. Wakarusa, I know that yeah. one. Yeah, Wakarusa. That's not here anymore. They moved no, it. Well, it's not even well, a festival. No longer. But yeah. Is it around anymore at no. all? It's gone, gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah out at Mulberry Mountain, now they have the Backwoods Festival, which get, we get hope on to we'll one day get on that. Be. The lineup this no, year is just insane. I'm loving all the music they have there. It's on a beautiful location. Like Those were my first few major festivals was out on that land. Who was, on, who was the last Wakarusa? There was a big name. And so, uh, was Buckethead? We played the second, second to last Walker. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't remember. Don't, we, yeah, we unfortunately weren't. I thought Buckethead was at one of them. He, he definitely uh, played several. Primus he was, he was at the first one, one I ever saw, yeah. which was. You guys do a Primus cover? Um, no, we, we do a little bit we, of Primus. We did a Primus cover at one point. In time. I've got that mandolin cover, and then we. made it to stage. We were working on one at one time. Yeah. Which one? We're going to do a Winona's Big Brown Beaver mashup with. Wait a minute. You guys just said you don't want to. You don't want to yeah. do the big A side stuff. We don't we usually. Don't. Know. Well, and that's, that's why we're mashing up. Right. For Primus, it's all brown. We're doing it because we can mash it up with another song. I gotcha. No, that's a good. That would be. That's a good one. Everybody knows that one. It's gonna be the big brown beaver train. I mean, as a bass player, it's super fun to do. Regardless, any Primus songs for a bass player. Yeah, exactly. And transcribing that onto the upright is super fun. You get this kind of that twangy sound that. I liked when he did the duo to twang uh, with that slide player, man. It's like, 
Just yeah, you must love some Primus, we'll right? Um, yeah. Do all bass players, all bass players have to love Primus? It's a yeah. paying your dues. Is I was a big fan. People, it was it wasn't cool to be a fan of it back when I was growing up. No, that's what was great. I had a po- <laughs> I had a poster in my room of Primus. They were on an iceberg dressed in penguin suits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my cousin Jason uh, had pork soda. <clears throat> nice. Um, or it was a sea of cheese. Either, either one. I, I just know that he had both of those albums. So I don't know which time period either one came out, but I know whenever. The last of those, it doesn't really matter. That was the time period that I first heard the band. Blew my mind. I was right? in a completely different world at the time. Now yeah. I'm going to get into that whole entire side of things. It was totally sheltered. Had no contact to real good music. This guy puts us in front of me. I didn't. I thought he was joking at first. I, I didn't get it. And I'm going to ask him. Like, was it Brown Beaver? Was that the first? Uh, no, it was one of the one of the. Okay. I think it was one of the Sea of Cheese. I actually. Oh, okay. Sailing the Seas of Cheese. Yeah, and, and yeah. I. I Swear I had never heard music orchestrated like this, and I thought it was a joke. And I looked at him, and I'm like, huh. and he goes, "No, here, look." And I look at him, like they're they're doing this on purpose. Yeah, like this is intentional. And he's like, "Just shut up and listen to the music." I'm like, okay. it's like a little kid at the time. Right. I didn't get it. This on purpose, man. I tell you what, in in hearing, of course, uh, less with the the way he played that bass and the right. way that those those lines lined up with um, Alex, the drummer. I mean, Alexander. Tim, Tim Alexander, when, when it lined up with Tim, sorry. You know, it started with Alex, and I see A first. You made it. You made it. You know, I made it. I made it there. I, the, the, stair, the stairwell I fell down was only about two stairs. That's okay. But, uh, no, the way those two lined up was a creative in, uh, input into me when I was much younger. Um, yeah. As far as the drumming aspect was concerned, I tried to mimic um, uh, uh, one of the parts, I think it is uh, Big Brown Beaver, where... Um, uh, Tim is doing a triplet or a quad with his double pedal. Anyways, um, I did not understand what he was doing. I was hearing sounds that I couldn't Produce. articulate. Yeah. So I had headphones and my drum kit, and I'm trying to sound like the dude. wasn't until I saw a live video back like when DVDs had finally yeah. come into existence um, that I saw what he was actually doing. And he's doing literally one pedal. All the other that was that was Claypool. Right. I was confused, thinking that the bass <laughs> yeah. drum was Claypool, and the way he was playing it just wow. threw me off. It was for oh, years. Yeah. I had no clue. That's funny. So inadvertently, I learned to play some of my drum licks from thinking, thinking. that half of the tones that Claypool was playing were, were drum, were drum yeah. ones. Wow. It was wow. A, a naive, my ass. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and I know a little bit about the band. Anyway. A little bit. Uh, so you said you play the same for if it's 2,000 people or two people. Yeah. yeah. There's two people in this room. You guys want to play for us? Yeah. 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 We could do a couple, sure. couple songs real quick. Give you a little flavor. Yeah. Little I'd, flavor I'd love to hear, uh, I'd love to hear this stuff. Sweet. Let's yeah. Let's take a little pause and we'll get set yeah, up Yeah, we'll pause. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we can just go ahead and stop. Here we go. Uh, these guys are going to warm up, I think, do some stuff. Whiskey for Lay is going to perform. Enjoy the show. And uh, for the podcast listeners, you guys are going to enjoy this. Tonight, open up, baby. It's doing all right. Open up, baby.
doing all right. Taste of the whiskey? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yep. That is bumping you guys. Now we'll do that Holy cover cow. song you requested. What did I request? Which You'll one? See in about five I just seven. said a cover song. Oh, you guys no, know you requested one unconsciously. Uh, yeah, we <laughs> call these ones I burners. Some <laughs> <laughs> I did say some okay, yeah, we're gonna roll. Uh, yeah, we're pull, just gonna you might want to pull pull that up. Pull it up a little bit. Higher voices. Alrighty, cool.
Dude, that was the shit. <laughs> Thank you. Now I see why that guy comes to Lawrence every time you guys are out there. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Now you're going to come to Lawrence every time. <laughs> no. I'm not going to Lawrence every time, but I'll see you guys around here. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Deal. Yeah. Yeah. He'll take that. Hell yeah. Keep it local, I suppose. Yeah. Um, well, thanks for having us, man. Thank you guys so much for being here. I had an incredible time. Um, how is the best way for people to find your guys' stuff? If everyone wants to get up to that mic. Yeah. And, and kind of like like pimp your stuff. Like, who wants uh, to do it? Yeah. Uh, well, we have a website, whiskeyforthelady.com. Easy enough. Whiskeyforthelady.com. Easy. Yeah. Whiskey for the lady, singular. Right. Uh, not my lady. It's the lady. Uh, <laughs> we get that a lot too. Um, we're also on Facebook and Instagram, and then all of our music's on Spotify and iTunes. So you can YouTube. buy it there. On iTunes. Um, also on YouTube, we've got a music video on YouTube actually. For Ooh. Squirmosh, so. Yes. Something we want everyone to check out. We can check out a video, a, a, a music a video. Super video too. Oh yeah, super <laughs> super top secret video. Yeah. A but super top you can find secret it video. Just go to your YouTube channel, Whiskey for the Lady. Yep. At you, uh, the YouTube is that. Yeah, yeah. Whiskey for the Lady. Everything yeah. is Whiskey for the Lady. Man, so you guys were awesome. We got that. Thank you guys. I appreciate you guys all coming all the way out here and doing this. Um, and uh, yeah, everybody, go find Whiskey for the Lady. Thank you guys all. For listening and watching, however it is. Listen to Neanderthal.